0: But it, it it goes all types of places. Okay, so. I'm cool with it. You're, you're cool with everything, though. Just going with the flow. I think I want to call this episode energy management. I actually wanted to call it the beauty is a beast because I love the fact that you're a pretty girl who thinks like the way that you would expect like a stereotypically grown ass man to think like I love the way your mind works. Um, That's the reason why I wanted you to be on the show. And just thank you for agreeing to come course i know you've been on fancy podcasts like joe budden and them and so you come into the comedy studio that we take at to do humanize is a big deal for me
1: joe budden does his uh podcast on
0: like a basement oh shit <laughs> are you serious uh-huh. it's a basement yeah and i'm talking all this shit about my studio oh i need to put some respect on my name mm-hmm. okay so for anybody who is listening to this soft voice why is your voice so soft and lovely? I need to work on that. <laughs> I have like a radio disc jockey voice, like, welcome. <laughs> well, no, you have a nice voice. I uh, mean, that that's what you. It's my job to, right. to talk like a newscaster. Yeah, so this is a good thing. Well, you have a good, like, hey, can I get a $10,000 voice? Well, I'm not going to lie. For those of you who are not watching, we are talking to model, actress, entrepreneur, and general fitness badass, Rosa Acosta. Pew, 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 pew. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you on the show. You don't understand how perfect this timing is because when I booked you to be on the show, I did not know that I would be on day 10 of my fitness journey. Oh, nice! Congrats. Day ten, honey. I usually quit by day seven, so this sounds like... good. Ten means like, okay, my body's like, oh, we're doing a thing, we're doing something, right? And uh, I start had my first real workout yesterday, mm-hmm. um, and I decided to start with like a rigorous walk. This old Latin couple in my neighborhood was going on a walk as well, and they outwalked me and I felt very <laughs> I judged myself. Abuela and <laughs> and and her man were walking faster than me the entire time to the point where I started to get in my feelings like I have to pass them.
1: Well, it's probably because they have been doing it consistently. So clearly. It doesn't, I don't think fitness is about like age or, you know, youth. It's just about consistency. So there's people that
0: look she was in her seventies, Rosa. I got outwalked by a seventy-year-old last night.
1: Yeah, no, it happens. I, I've been, I've been at, at yoga or Pilates, and I've been, you know, kind of like outshadowed by like an older person.
0: And and no part of your ego was like, oh, okay, look at you. No, because they earned that. That's true. You know, You're so, so I'm still
1: at the I'm still at the beginning. You know, if it's my first day, my first week, my
0: first month, and they have been there, you know, for a year or two. You know, I think I stalked this couple a little bit because then I started following. I didn't realize I was following them until I was like, I'm walking their route to see if I can pass them. This is stalking. And so I had to make myself like stop at the Froyo place and do an about face. But no, they were in their 70s and they were power walking. You mentioned Pilates, Mm -hmm. which is interesting because I actually had this on the agenda. Uh, Someone has recently become very popular for that word, Lori Harvey. Uh, because mm-hmm. she was talking about how she got her abs and looked great at the Met Gala because she did Pilates. She eats 1,200 calories a day. Um, I think she works out two-a-days. She uses unicorn tears in her teeth. I don't know. She gave, like, a whole <laughs> regimen, right. and the internet lost their minds. They were like, right. this is not healthy, and th- it was, like, a huge debate. Right. And I saw that you posted, see, this is exactly why I don't be telling y'all shit about what I do. <laughs> Talk to what right. physician. Explain, would you have done what she did? Like, did you agree or disagree with her sharing her regimen like that? Because it was a lot of information. Well, the 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 thing with...
1: Regimens and diets and workout programs is that they off, in my opinion, they should be personalized. That's you know, true. my workout yeah. shouldn't be the same workout that you do, unless we were we both um, you know started at the same time and we're kind of like at the same fitness level. Right. So when I tell, first of all, the first thing is when I say <laughs> what I do, nobody is gonna do it. I already know. Oh, I already know. None of my it's so friends. Strict? None of my friends. Look. My friend's like, I want to work with you. That last one day.
0: Oh, and then they, 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 is it because of they physically can't do it because their body said no, or is it because they mentally can't do it? Because there's a difference.
1: Um, a a combination. That makes sense. But, you know, so I really, when people ask me like, what do you do? You know, I work out, I train hard and I, you know, I diet. But I don't go into details because my diet is actually made for me and my goals. How I want to look. And yeah. we have look into what
0: my body, how my body works. And then we're applying like things. But you've completely reshaped. Like you, I saw a, a, a throwback Thursday that you posted. Now this sounds like I'm stalking your story. Sorry. <laughs> I saw a throwback Thursday that you posted of you when you were a ballerina. Yes. That's yeah, a no, very I was... different body. Yeah, I was probably 60 pounds ago. (laughs) Are you serious? And you're, Rosa, you're tiny now. You were 60 pounds lighter. So you were a handbag. You were We're actually
1: probably more than 60. Wait, how much is that? No, yeah, like about 60 pounds.
0: Rosa, that's half. Wait, I don't. Okay, my mind is trying to do the math. I cannot imagine you 60 pounds lighter. So you were very, very thin. Yes. And I've heard, and please correct me, that ballerinas have to like diet to be super small. Is it for those lifts? Like, what's the reason? Well, you know,
1: a man has to, well, even if you're dancing alone, mm-hmm. like, dancing ballet is 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 hard, you know? Mm-hmm. And you have to look almost like ethereal, like you're flying and you're just this, like, delicate a whisper, uh, you know, thing. It's a little like... So uh, you have to
0: weigh eight ounces to be a ballerina.
1: Yeah, and then also the man has to graciously be able to lift you with one hand, for the most part. Why you know? can't and, he just
0: be stronger and let me eat some cake?
1: Like, okay, I but get no, it. they are strong, but they have to, you know, the you have to make their job easier. So That's the, true. you know, they they are strong because they are gonna do it, but they have to also look graciously what they do in it. So they are not, you yeah. know, it's different than lifting weights where you can just be like ground, yeah, like, and throw them like you. They lift you up and they have to put you back.
0: Very slowly, you know? But then I think about people like Misty Copeland who look like a hybrid of the typical ballerina, but she's a lot a lot stronger than I'm used to seeing ballerinas look, though. But she's very small. You're right. She just... Oh, God, you're right. She is tiny. She's just sinewy. So how do we go from... Hold on. From a ballerina wearing eight ounces to <laughs> now being the badass that you are. Like, I literally feel like you need to be cast for Xena Princess Warrior, the reboot. <laughs> I'm Rosa. Like, you look like you could kick over a horse. How did you go from I that? I probably to this? can. That was a flex, guys. If you guys follow <laughs> Rosa on Instagram, they she shows her, herself lifting, what, 500 pounds with her feet and all types of stuff. How did you go from that to this? Because that's a huge difference fitness-wise.
1: Yeah, well, so when I was dancing, you know, I had, like, a couple of eating disorders. And I went through, like, my share of, like, health issues. Trying to stay small, yeah. Right and you know i was dancing professionally the last four years that i danced that i was dancing for the only classical company well at the time it was the only classical company in my country and
0: the Dominican republic guys for those of you who don't know rosa's story yes. rosa's the dominican, dominican my, my family's haitian and cuban so technically we're from the same island i mm-hmm. love yes this. we are oh i love this so um
1: so when i moved to america i stopped dancing and I still wanted to stay active. So I was like exploring different things like Pilates and yoga and like other kind of ballroom dancing, like all kinds of other things. And, you know, just also going to the gym. And
0: then I kind of like fell in love with the sport of bodybuilding. You mentioned you went to I think one time I asked you, you said you went to Brazil. I did. And everybody, all the women in Brazil... I'm smiling right now, thinking about it, but all the women in Brazil look like stallions. You said you yes. wanted to look like a stallion, too. Yeah.
1: I mean, if I still uh, wanted to be, like, slim, you know, right. after I stopped dancing. It's not like I was... I stopped dancing and I was like, yes, I want to have big legs. I <laughs> right. was actually fighting against the way my body
0: naturally is. Like, How is your body naturally? Because I'm so used to watching you work out so much. If you were to, God forbid like just say hey i need a month or two off would your body just like lose all that muscle mass like what is your natural physique i don't know i've been dancing since i'm
1: four years old
0: so you really don't have any idea because you're always doing something Uh, i assume that
1: i will look like a lot a lot like my mom my mom and i have the same type of body she looks just like you i'm just muscular but it's the same type so she's curvy just not as she's she's curvy we are somewhat curvy not like the Curpiest, you know, we're not guitars or nothing. We're more like cans of soda.
0: Wait, 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 Rosa. Okay.
1: <laughs> like kind of thick, but all the way around. Okay, Rosa, I don't know <laughs> if you know what a can of soda looks like. Thickish? Like, I of like, you know, like this. Oh, not the water Rosa, bottle, like, Rosa. Like <laughs> thick, you know, but all around. We don't, we're not like, we... We we're not lucky enough to have like the tiny little waist. So that, you don't
0: have that that uh, Penelope, Penelope Cruise or the the super um no Samahayak. You, you don't have you no. don't have the Salma Hayek body. I definitely don't I don't know if you guys noticed <laughs>
1: but
0: it's very obvious that I don't have that body.
1: That is I, crazy. I look very much like like a footballer teddy bear <laughs> okay you know what
0: we're gonna stop because this is the part where rosa just roasts herself what you guys don't realize is we take the show at a comedy improv studio and before we started taping i said rosa have you thought about doing improv because you're so naturally funny and you said no that shocks me you seem like the perfect person who would do a comedy set you know if ti can do comedy rosa why can't you you're a lot funnier than him well i don't know um uh- you know, I
1: did Wilding Out. I was a Wilding Out girl for many episodes and then for this many seasons. Flex. And then
0: <laughs> Nick Cannon's Wilding Out on MTV. Uh-huh. And and then you know, but
1: Nick is my friend. And so Nick says, you know, I want you to be one of the comedians like on the team. And I did it one season and I you know, he he was like, I wanna I think you should go to like improv classes and I think you, you should do this. And I just told him no. I actually felt You told him no? Yeah. I think you're the only beautiful woman who sold Nick
0: Cannon known a long time ago.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I usually don't say not to money. Right. Uh, however, I just felt, uh, well, you have to, you have to be there with this group of very talented, like comedians. Right. Like, not only did they were born with the gift, right? But you can tell that they have work on their craft. These yeah. people can, um, improvise they will rap they will roast you like the whole thing is just crazy and this is just like and i just felt like i was taking space for a very talented person that was out there like for 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 you know for nick to make space for me to be on the show they had to say no to somebody
0: but rosa you were talented that that could have still been your space no
1: i no, (laughs) not your ministry no, because I, I know the kind of funny that I am. I'm funny with my
0: friends, right. you know. No, no, you're funny on TikTok. You're funny on social media. You're funny. Well, you dressed up as Tina from Bob's Burgers and did the infamous twerk, Rosa. That yeah. was freaking hilarious. Yeah, but, but those are things that, you know, there's all kinds of
1: types funny. of, like, funny. And yeah. I just think, like, the kind of, the improv funny that, you know, the Carlos Miller or Chico Bean or DC Young Fly. Yeah, they're amazing. I'm things. not there, and... I felt like I was disrespecting them
0: by being there. Wow, that's very altruistic of you. Like, to be like, hey, you know, guys, I, I don't want to take up this space. You're naming a lot of men. So you're a beautiful woman in this space with all these men with their egos and whatnot. What is it like being in that room? Because you get to see them like one of the boys. Like, you're you're a beautiful woman, but you I, I'm, I'm sure because I've hung out with you, you were treated like one of the guys because you're very pew-pew-pew and pew, pew, straightforward. <laughs> uh so let me tell you something rosa will tell you what she thinks honey so what was it like (laughs) being in the space like being in the boys club not being a guy because you must have seen the underbelly of masculinity in that space or just in any of those spaces that you've been in well um they are great yes those guys are great but men in general when they got to guy talk they are candid
1: um i i don't
0: think i think they were still thinking that you were a beautiful woman in the room and they were still probably being nice because you were there
1: uh I'm not sure it's just like the the way the energy well if we're just speaking about Walden out okay let's, let's let's start with out yeah so Walden out is like' it's, it's different yeah. That's, like we are all family you know oh, I this love is that. it's just like it's amazing you know and I nobody ever made me feel bad about being there mm-hmm. people were helping me and they were you know like doing everything they could to like make me feel good and like accepted and okay this is these are people that have been doing this for decades
0: so it's not a typical boys club and i think i want well i'm wondering now is that because of nick because i think usually when you see an environment like that where people are treated with such respect it's usually because the head of the of the organization or the head of the um the the food chain is saying let's be good people and he seems like a really sweet guy. Nick is awesome. And he does Nobody this. has
1: anything bad to say about him. Nobody. Well you know and I feel like a lot of people will have the same story to tell about mm-hmm. him. Nick and it's just like out. he Yeah, like when nobody believed in me he did or you know when I people might not know that when I was going through something or I didn't have a place to live, like he put me in an apartment like he that's Aww. the kind of person that he's and he doesn't only do it to women because it'll be really easy for me to say, oh, Nick of always say, like, look out for me. People are like, of course, I'm going to fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> the truth is that i he's done it to a lot of men. a lot Look of, at Jason
0: Lee. Jason Lee was on of A lot of yeah. women.
1: A lot of, but he's done stuff beyond. I mean, some of us are never going to hear the end of the stories because some people don't even have a platform. Yeah, that's true. He helps a lot of people.
0: It's so crazy because I was working in an organization. I won't name them. And the CEO said we were hemorrhaging money. And we were like, I guess we're going to go under. And he was like, we have a meeting with Nick Cannon. He's going to try to help us. And I was like, Nick, what? What? How did Nick Cannon get? And so there's been so many times where I've heard people in, are in trouble. And I randomly hear Nick's name at the moment. Like, he's Batman. Yeah. Nick yep. Cannon is Batman, guys. This is, this is the first exclusive that you've heard. Yep. And it's so crazy because now he's only known as being the father of many, <laughs> 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 many, many beautiful children. Yes. Um it's interesting when you see a, somebody that charismatic and who's that much of a good uh community person, but then you think about how they date, right? And I know that you are in a relationship where we won't shout out your boo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We won't shout out Rosa's boo, but, but he, he's a, not the infamous dog Um but like what is your thoughts about dating in this industry? Would you ever date somebody in the industry? Probably not. <laughs> I so uh,
1: I never dated in the industry. I well, like an artist or mm-hmm. uh, or an athlete. Oh, like the WNBA counts, man. Right?
0: The WNBA definitely does count as something in the entertainment and sports field, Rosa. Oh, shut up, Rosa. So, yeah, just but that was a long time ago. And for those of you who are like WNBA, let me tell you, Rosa is, is a fluid individual. I, I mean, I personally just saw you dating. <laughs> Rosalie's equal opportunity. And I, I do think that there's a lot of women who are going to be listening to this work and gonna slide into your DM. so be careful. Um, I don't check my DM, so don't please don't. <laughs> please don't slide into Rosalie's. Ladies or gentlemen, leave her alone. You're very discerning about who you have in your space. And that's something that I'm just starting to finally learn. Like, okay, in LA, you can't have everybody be your friend. How do you figure out who you have around and who you're like, oh, they're just trying to get a look let me just be polite like how do you discern that because you're really good at energy management
1: um you know I think it was just like it's just uh practicing you know I've been in LA for about 12 years now oh so I've got into I think I've always been good with people and
0: with reading um, people and being able to be like mm, this one's a little bit on some yeah
1: yeah but also um I'm for some reason, I'm not that approachable, and so, really? mm-hmm. and so I don't get. It's not like there's a line of people trying to be my friend either. Is there
0: resting, bitch face? <laughs> I don't know. That is, you know that that's crazy to me. When I met you, I met you. Uh, was it 2020? It was Valentine's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the Valentine's episode of I'm Here for the Food. Shout out to people who've been following us since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I and I almost wore the same outfit, but I, it was in the laundry. I didn't feel like finding it. But like I remember Melissa telling me, she's like, "Look, I'm not into women." Rosa Acosta has big dick energy. So just don't (laughs) look into her eyes for too long because it's like, I'm like, what? And then I met you and you were such a cat daddy. I was like, Jesus Christ. You (laughs) you did have big dick, but you were always very kind though. And so it's so interesting for me to think of you not being approachable because since day one, I was like, she's really nice. I think I approached
1: the right type of people for me okay so that makes sense.
0: maybe that's why we click you're also a tourist too i think that's people right. who listen to the show are gonna be like blue how many fucking Tauruses?" i know we've had about, a lot of us we've had a lot of Tauruses on the show i've I been know. i've been celebrating birthdays for about six months now well i'm, I'm done tired. celebrating birthdays
1: i everybody's well i have actually two more birthdays uh that's exhausting <laughs> it's my my trainer and another friend from the gym
0: oh nice
1: they are gemini's which are my least favorite um zodiac
0: sign rosa how do you say that you can't you can't announce your least favorite okay why is gemini your least favorite zodiac sign they they are just bad people and rosa we okay so for those gemini's who are watching this show (laughs) they're they're just
1: just really bad people and also the views of rosa there's really
0: are not mine (laughs)
1: There's really not that many benefits to be a Gemini. The main benefit is wow. that when the zombie apocalypse happens, you know what the zombies won't be able to eat the Gemini's because they will get an indigestion. So basically, Rosa chose
0: violence, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Rosa chose. <laughs> so your trainer's a Gemini. How's she go? For... She's gonna hear this and make. I you... told her. You what she say? Uh, well, she just says like, well, you know,
1: men and and women, Gemini's are different. I'm like. All of y'all are
0: trash. Gemini, I've heard, is the most hated zodiac sign, and I cannot figure out why. They are, yeah. In a world where other signs who do dastardly things exist, so technically speaking, because you guys know I'm into astrology, Gemini's are considered the most intellectually quick sign in the zodiac. Maybe because there's two of them, so they're very smart and they love adventure. I wouldn't say that, but I think
1: I think they are. No, they. I think they are moved by their intellect yeah so they're, they're the most yeah, they love with their brain and not with their heart and that's where they lose you
0: mm. you've already chose violence you might as well just say it <laughs> well you know
1: <laughs> i actually let me just say this also my best relationship before obviously this one that i'm in now
0: uh-huh what's with the gem so wait no, okay rosa okay hold on Rosa. you can't say both things you can't say that your least favorite sign but they were your best relationship
1: yeah i can actually Sue me if I can't.
0: Well, look, I'm a Taurus with a Gemini rising. Well, <laughs> so you will love me and you hate me at the same time. You know what's so crazy is, I recently and I haven't actually talked about this before. I was going to wait until we had another psychologist on the show, but screw it, we'll talk about it with Rosa Acosta. Yeah, I, I have all the credentials. What are you why talking not? About me? Let me pull Rosa. credential <laughs> from right. here. Same difference. But I recently <laughs> um, got diagnosed with being neurodivergent, and neurodivergent means like a high-functioning form of autism. So I, I assimilate in the regular world, but the, the thing about being neurodivergent and having what they used to call Asperger's is I'm very, um whatchamacallit, sensitive to words. It makes you very word-sensitive. So who who diagnosed you? A clinical psychologist. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I didn't... And, and I didn't... Why, why were you there? Because my friend was like, <laughs> you're really... <laughs> Thank you, Rosa. You're, what are you, Barbara Walters now? The interview has switched. No, my friend was like, you're really bad at realizing when you're not safe with people that you love. Like, I like you have good instincts. Well, like, so if somebody was doing you dirty, you'd be like, oh, she's on some snake shit. Let me go away. I'm like Forrest Gump. Like, I love her. She didn't mean like my brain cannot figure out when someone that I love doesn't mean me well because mm-hmm. I'm so literal that if you say the right things, I take you literally. Even if your actions are saying something else. Mm. So, the part of your brain that can, like, look at Rosa's face. The part of your brain that can differentiate between actions and words, my brain doesn't pick up on that. So, people are like, Blue, you're so smart. How did you not know she was on some fuck shit? And I'm like, Because she said the right thing? Like, my brain does not compute nonverbal um, bad things. The... Right. Is there like a cure for that? There's yeah, a therapy for you to like start to figure out people on some fuck shit. Mm. Uh, there's also a therapy of having friends like you who are like, Blue you wouldn't think <laughs> and all my friends who i've told i'm neurodivergent they were like that's why i'm always looking out for you because i'm the friend that people be like blue is sweet and she's smart but if there's a snake in her midst we have to look out for her and for a long time i didn't have language around that now i know that it's just a brain thing and it's not my fault right hmm. you're the complete opposite of neurodivergent yes what yeah. i can't see you smell it from like around the corner yeah and also too it's a good thing to tell my friends too, because i think a lot of my friends used to think i was being difficult from being word sensitive now that i know i have a a thing like i don't want to call it a disability but now that i know i'm word sensitive, i can be like hey don't use ugly words around me because i'm going to get my feelings hurt it's a whole thing right and the beauty about having language around how my brain works is now i know who's safe and who's not and i love people who are very direct you are very direct was, i yeah i try to i i don't no, think you don't I try have, you succeed you're very direct.
1: i i don't think i always been really yeah because i am an empath and i don't want to like hurt people but i have you know also realized that that can uh be me and the person that i'm trying to protect in the ass
0: so that's true yeah you know like so how do you if you pick up something that might hurt somebody that you love how do you discern what to share and what to let them figure out on their own. Well, this is really interesting because I, I have stories from,
1: you know, that date from when I was in, in high school mm-hmm. and I, you know, in elementary school. Like, I remember we had a friend and she was very lovely and she was a sweet girl but her armpits smelled really bad. Oh, And we, <laughs> we didn't know how to tell her, you know? And so we, we decided to do a raffle for, uh, <laughs> A kit that has like a deodorant, lotion, body spray.
0: Y'all have a fake raffle just to get her to put something on her armpits?
1: And she didn't want to buy the number. She didn't want to enter the raffle.
0: And it was rigged for her to win because she needed we the were, products. We were,
1: she's, she was going to win because we were just trying <laughs> to give it to her in a way that we didn't hurt her. right? She didn't want to like get, enter the raffle. So somebody had to come and be like, okay, I'm just going to enter for her. Like just You're give like, me but this you one number. <laughs>
0: Please take it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and it's happened to me a couple of times where, you know, I had a friend that wasn't just looking good.
0: Okay. Unpack not looking good. Did she look homeless? Like oh, it was a guy. Oh, did he look, he deb- looked like a depressed Uncle. Oh, cool. That makes sense because depression actually one of the tenets of depression is hygiene goes out the window. When people are depressed, they don't take care of their hygiene. It
1: wasn't hygiene. It was just Disheveled. It was just yes. It was just like a,
0: a look. You but know? you're well, here's the thing about being a model is like you can be like, Hey love, you know, this is what I do for a living. Let's fix your look. Like you could lean on that and say, Hey, this is what I do. How did you tell him that he looked crazy? Well, I didn't at the beginning.
1: I just bought this person a bag of clothes and things. <laughs> I was like, you know, I think this will
0: look great on you. Like, I'm seeing a pattern here that if somebody is not... So you're like, basically, honey, if I buy you deodorant, you smell. <laughs> yes. If I give you gum.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I'm it, joking. But, but, you know, I and then the person actually was really ups- not upset, but it was the he reaction was upset about free clothes
0: oh sir you living wrong if rosa casa tries to trick on you you say thank you right that's
1: weird um yeah but you know then we had a conversation and he was you know he he wasn't getting it i was still trying to go there and then i lost it and i said man you just look ugly as fuck i just didn't want to tell you but
0: oh my god you look fat you, <laughs> you look old oh you look god. hunch
1: you hunched
0: this is why tourists get in trouble, y'all. For y'all who are watching the show, this is why because tourists are known as being the blunt sign. We get in trouble. But, but, for I, that. but I, but
1: I, but I. Uh huh. You know, I want to come nice at the beginning.
0: So you're you gonna know? start off nice, and if you still don't get the hint. I'm gonna tell you, you look ugly, but no,
1: it it was we it got to the point where he was almost pressuring me like why did you even got me that like it was just like oh a... so
0: he was being really defensive and you had to be like look you look crazy that I was trying to help you well it's so funny I guess you haven't outgrown that because you've given me similar gifts but instead of deodorant and clothes you've given me a massage and a facial because I was deeply stressed well but I I don't give okay so I don't <laughs> I don't only gift based on. Uh, you know, like... If, that's so, it. Exactly. <laughs> like, I... Uh, no, girl, that massage, I was stressed. I knew that. that that's right. a good example. I was stressed as shit. And you sent Freddie and his magical hands to my yeah. house. And I slept like a baby. Like, I was supposed to come to your house afterwards. I passed out on the couch. Yeah. I... um. There's things that I love.
1: Like, you know, my massage. It's like my weekly Self-care. treat. and Ugh. Yeah. And so I like to, like, gift my friends so those things because I love them. And I think so that... Thoughtful. I have an idea that it will be something that they will love. Or
0: Y'all hear it here. Rosa loves me. No, Freddie is amazing. And I actually have to book a session with him again because I, I'm i not stressed anymore. I just need it because now I'm not eating as much and I'm working out more. My body's like, what are we doing? Right. I think the more you work out, what I didn't realize, and I think I told you this previously, is recovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, After we were 30, about that. recovery becomes a lot just as important as the workout itself. Right. Because the burnout cartilage like when i twisted my my ankle i couldn't walk for a week that was very humbling have you ever had a mobility thing i've never had an injury my entire life so to get my first like injury at like at after 40 i was like this is humbling people Mm -hmm. were saying just ice your leg every 20 minutes and i was like who's gonna get the ice honey i live alone right and you live alone too so like you have but you have dogs you could train one of your dogs probably Train Lulu they, or a Princess to get the
1: to get the eyes for you? I don't think they... They are not that smart. And thank God they are cute. Damn. But they are not like the smartest dogs. I love them. <laughs> don't say that. They are so sweet. And they are they're com- great companions, but not the kind of dog that you'll take to like a
0: competition. <laughs> Can you imagine Princess in the competition? <laughs> so Rosa has a dog named Princess that I think is me in dog form. She's just sturdy and has resting bitch face, but she's sweet as hell. You just have to get past the initial resting bitch face. Everybody loves princess. She is so, Lulu she on the, the other hand is a hot butt.
1: Yeah, because Lulu is young.
0: Lulu's with the shits. She's a puppy. <laughs> Lulu is with the shits. Yeah, we're <laughs> actually celebrating her birthday. I, I know. Told you. I'm going to Lulu's birthday party. Y'all listening like, y'all, Blue, you're going to Rosa's dog's birthday party. Yeah, I think I actually peed within the same minute that you sent it. <laughs> I was like, I'm there. Let's go. Can't wait. No, because yeah. I want to get a dog so bad. And I feel like being around your dogs will let me know if I can be a good dog mom. What makes a good dog mom? For those of you who are not aware, Rose is a huge animal advocate. She loves rescuing dogs. Um, your heart is so big for animals. And I love them, yeah. And I'm at the place now where I had a male friend tell me that I'm not allowed to get a dog because when when a woman hits 40 and gets a dog, it means she's given up on love. Do you agree with that? No. I don't agree with that. Because
1: dogs don't um don't take on the space that a lover would.
0: Yeah. But he, he cited that he knows a lot of women in their forties who have dogs that they are using as children and as husband replacements. And they could never be. And I'm just like, that doesn't seem comparable, but they could never that. be. And
1: if anybody's trying to get a dog to fill the void for a husband or a child is just not the same. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's a total different thing. And it's amazing. And it has some components, you know, yeah of uh their childhood you know like the relation yeah. yeah and even like the relationship like there's a time where your dog is not quite your they always gonna be like babies in our eyes but like mm-hmm. think about when your dog is like a senior and it needs to be diapered or it needs medication. Oh like it,
0: McCoy. Yeah <clears throat> right
1: and so I think the biggest thing about having like animals would be that you don't want to give up
0: on yeah.
1: them no matter what. It's pure like, love. And and they are going you know, you might get lucky and have a puppy that lives a full healthy life and, and but you might you just might have like two great years and then boom something happens. And, right. and if you're not ready for it, the worst, you shouldn't get him. They are a, a See, that's the they part. are they are a commitment that because they all, all they have is us so imagine like a dog you know spending like two three four five years of their lives with you and then they get sick and maybe you are you feel like you can't take care of them and now you throw them at the shelter uh they are confused and hurt they don't understand what's, what's happening uh the environment at the shelter i don't know if anybody's ever i volunteer at shelters many times and it's really stressful for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they this don't not orienting. To, they don't know what's they happening. Don't, they don't get to, they don't, you know, go out. They are like in a smaller, you know, kind of area type of cage. And, you know, um, if they have health issues, most likely they will be euthanized first because mm. the shelter cannot spend money on if, if your dog needs surgery or um any type of treatment like they'll just go first on the list
0: i've heard a lot of people say and and because you're i do think you as an animal rights advocate which is interesting because we've had mental health advocates we've had lgbt um, advocates we've had feminist, like women like black lives matter advocates but i don't think we've ever had an animal rights activist so we can check this off the list for humanized you often you guys often tell me and tell me if you agree with this that don't get a designer ten thousand dollar dog go to a shelter why do you guys advocate so much to go to the dogs that are rescues instead of getting the fancy ones so
1: breeding dogs is actually when you support that you're supporting a terrible business oh wow if you are especially if you're a woman just imagine that you're like locked in and um, all like so the females all they have them do is give birth one time after the other. Oh wow! They take the the puppies, they sell them. If one of the puppies uh has a birth defect, uh they euthanize them,
0: or just you Describe know them. yeah yeah that's that sounds a little bit so
1: annoying. when the you know after five or six years of giving litter after litter, those dogs usually have tumors in their like
0: Oh, because they're just memories. there for breeding. And so they yeah. throw
1: them at the, at the shelter and then there, there's another dog dying. Like there's a zero love for the actual animals. Yeah. And it, it's it's a terrible thing to support.
0: Um there's so many people in, this, in LA love getting fancy designer dogs. Do you think they are aware of this? Because... I don't know. Nice. Some people
1: don't want... And some people don't care either. They want what they want. Yeah, um, that makes sense. I... I think if you re- you if you really love dogs and you really want to save a life you should adopt. There's tons of um amazing dogs at the shelter.
0: I'm thinking I'm honestly I think that by the end of this year I might get a dog. And the reason why i think I want a dog is because I want to keep my heart supple because I've recognized that when you live alone and everything's about you. When you when you're completely alone with no pets everything's about you like my plants are about as much as my heart stretches <clears throat> on a daily basis <clears throat> something's in my throat and so I realized that when you have an animal it keeps your heart like thinking about something other than yourself right and I don't want to be one of those people who's like single and doesn't have kids and doesn't have to worry about anybody but herself and then she gets into a relationship and is like oh shit I gotta worry about you and wh- what you do with x y and z when you have an animal you can't be that selfish I've had yeah. exes who I thought were assholes, and then I saw them with their dogs, and I was like, oh, look at you having a heart, a little bit. Yeah, dogs
1: are very special, and I, you know, anybody that wanted to get one, I will obviously, you know, want them to, like, go there. But I also, like want people to, like, think about it. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a life commitment. You get them, and no matter how hard things get, like you shouldn't give up on them.
0: Watching my friend, I had a shout out to my friend, Serena Russell in, in Baltimore. She loves dogs and has had a dog the entire time I've known her. Watching her, how devastated she was when her dogs passed away, scared the shit out of me. Well, She yeah, fell into a, like a depression when Elijah and Cookie died. And so I was just like, ooh. that's a... Because dogs only live like seven, what, seven years? No, they can live longer. Are they It depends. But
1: yeah, I will say the average will be between 10, 12 years.
0: That is, not but a they long can time. go.
1: They can go a little longer. But the, uh, my. I think they are too perfect to last longer than that.
0: Oh, that's, so pe- yeah. that's what people be saying about Aaliyah. She was too perfect to last. Could you date somebody who wasn't into to animals? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you reconcile that? because there's a movie. There's a an old. What's <clears throat> in my throat? Let me drink some water. Hold on. I haven't microphone. been drinking water, guys, because part of being in a fitness journey is that now I associate water with running to the bathroom. Yes. I have water PTSD <laughs> from the past 10 days. I go to the bathroom every hour. on the How do you live like this, Rosa? I barely, barely leave. Mm-mm. I live in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, part of being fit means you live in the bathroom. My God. No, so there's a movie from the 90s, to bring it back, called Must Love Dogs. And the whole premise was she could not date somebody who didn't love dogs. When I met you and I realized how much you loved animals, but it wasn't a deal-breaker in relationships, that surprised me. Because to me, having animals like a whole lifestyle. It's like being vegan. Yeah, well, you know, and I've been vegan
1: before, oh, and and I have cooked um, meat for my significant other. So you just are have, a, like, a whole
0: live and let live thing.
1: I I like to live my life the way I like to live it, uh-huh. and then I let people live their lives the way they want to live it. You know, I, mm. I would love to, like, if you care, and if you want me to, I can... Guide you, or I can teach you some of the things that work for me, and so on. But I'm never pushing
0: anything, and that goes for, for. But romantically speaking, what if you start living in the same house? Suddenly, wouldn't that be an issue if you're in the home with someone? And, uh,
1: yeah, it's 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 not gonna be perfect, but you you can meet your person in the middle. You know, that's true. Uh, like that's
0: very like um level headed of you, because people are like, no, if you don't like what I like, I know people who literally say. I'm a vegan who can. There's a guy on um, Instagram called Shaka Bars, whatever. He mm-hmm. won't date anybody who's not vegan. Like he is like, if you eat no, meat, and I yeah, and you're and, going to hell, and your body's full of swine, and like yeah, he's really no, and I about
1: understand, it. and and I understand when people have that stance as well. You yeah. know, I I get, I understand, you know, both like situations. I just feel mm. like there, there's um, there's a I I think there's a solution for if if both parties really want to
0: like make it work yeah there's a solution you're being very tourist right now we're like let's figure this out babe i think for me one of my problems is i feel like i can figure out anything if i love somebody and i've recently realized that love is not enough well but i didn't say that i could fix it i say if we both (laughs) rosa said pronouns
1: matter I didn't say not just I, me. I I'm not fixing... Right. I say if we both want to, we can we can find the solution. But yeah. I cannot find the solution alone. Neither can the other person. Yeah. So, you
0: know... So you're not I'm- an enabler because I, I, I'm i a recovering enabler. No. I used to be the kind of person where I felt if I loved you, I could drag us across the finish line. And I have recently realized that it's not... Like, I can't do it anymore. Like, if, if you're not mutually into something or to fixing something like I had a friendship recently and I was like yo I'm really really hurt because every time I invite you to hang out you're excited to hang out you thank me for thinking of you but the entire time I've known you you've never once asked me to hang out so like I'm constantly getting texts saying thank you for thinking of me I would like to send one back and so I realized in that friendship this was somebody who was really comfortable coming into my space but had no interest or any kind of thought about offering me into their space right? the old me would have just kept on inviting them out the new me this week was like no I don't want friends who are in my space but won't let me into theirs I think we should figure that out or we shouldn't be friends right? and that's a new thing for me to set the kind of boundary but I feel like you set those kind of boundaries all the time which is funny because you're so generous when I first <laughs> met you I was like Rosa I know you rich and you you're successful and you got Rosa got jobs Rosa's an entrepreneur guy she's gonna lie to y'all and tell she's a regular person I lies
1: I'm not rich.
0: You, I am. You are rich in the way that it counts. I'm okay.
1: A, I'm a poor little girl that came here <laughs> from the Dominican Republic with like $60 and a chicken under my Cue arm. Cue the
0: music. Rosa has a business. <laughs> uh, you want to shout out your business? I want to make sure I, I say it right. Yeah, cosa Because I always say Casamigos and I know it's <laughs> not Casamigos. <laughs> that's that's the other. <laughs> the other one. other thing. Yeah. You have a clothing line. You you literally like are in a show. Shout out mm-hmm. your show real quick. We want people to oh, know yeah. where they can it's, find you.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's called Johnson. It's on Bounce TV. And we... Uh, second season comes up uh, July 10th. On what Bounce character? TV or you can watch it uh, on the Brown Sugar app.
0: And what, what character do you play?
1: I play uh, a very spicy Latina named Bianca Torres. So nothing like you. <laughs> uh, no, she's actually... Her name is Rosa. <laughs> no, she's, she's... We're not the same. She's actually... How are y'all different? So she's like a like an Instagram model, you know. Uh-huh. Again, uh huh. Again, how are y'all different? <laughs> no, she's like young and. How uh, are y'all different? She's very
0: young, uh, and young-minded. Okay, that's different because you think like a rich old man. Okay, that's very <laughs> no. You think like like your name is John and you have a 401... 401- yeah, and no. mm-hmm. um,
1: she also a little. I will say a little immature, a little more free than i would be um people are surprised by her sexually and um everything is she, is i feel like her whole
0: phase is she going through a whole phase on the show
1: i Ooh. mean for anybody that saw the first season i was uh i started as the um love interest of one guy and i ended up sleeping with one of his best friends that's called, i yeah, didn't that's know whole shit. that's
0: called whole shit
1: i she didn't that know is whole shit, Rosa. okay well she didn't know that they were friends but they but the guy did she stop when she found out yeah but no, no it's, <laughs> yeah you have to watch the
0: second season it just gets worse but yeah no i have to watch you please send me a like because you know i suck with stuff like this i will <laughs> it's so funny how and we were talking about this like you are not an enabler. I love that about you. You're good about setting boundaries. You're also not the fast, but like people would think that attractive women who have an Instagram following and who dress sexy are like on some hoe shit. But in reality, Rosa, like you're very like, I don't say conservative, but you're very yeah, I reserved. Wouldn't,
1: I wouldn't think I'm conservative. I'm, like, actually very open-minded. No, you're open-minded, but you're, but you're reserved. I wouldn't do... Yeah, I wouldn't do... There's, there's things that I I don't have a problem with. I just wouldn't do them.
0: But I don't that's, have a problem with other people doing that. That's them. been my philosophy as well. Like, I, yeah. I actually went through a whole phase. Did you go through a whole phase at all? No. See, I haven't had a chance. Because mm-hmm. I've been, you know... You're an open-minded conservative. That's what we're gonna call you.
1: I was, um... You know, I went from, like, a five-year relationship and then I was uh, my very first boyfriend was like five years and then I was with somebody for like two years and then oh, my are so habitually monogamous like and so constantly. my mom say you know you're like you're like 24 there's you don't have to marry every person that you date. You're young. This is your 20s. You should just like, so you want to date, you know, date a little bit. Like maybe date two guys at the same time. Just go out. Like, Oh, your mother was pushing you to be more
0: free in that way. Yeah. And I was like,
1: yeah, I'm going to date two people. And then I ended up like the next guy that I met, I was already in a relationship with him for like two years again. See,
0: you're (laughs) habitually monogamous. Why do you think your relationships usually end? If you had to like, think about it, because if you are a nice person who makes their own money, who's beautiful, who is open-minded and all these things, for you, why do relationships tend to end?
1: I think, well, that's this is terrible. Um, it's called humanized. So you can be imperfect. It's okay. <laughs> so two things. One, I think that we, towards the end, we don't love each other like a man is supposed to love its woman and a woman is supposed to love like a man
0: unpack that what do you mean by that
1: like we just we're like the homies we become like oh it becomes friends only we we became more of a maybe family like related like cousins or something
0: so the passion died out in the romantic yeah we're in a relationship and and i tend
1: to go for the nice person so mm-hmm. if there's somebody that I have a connection with and I know that person is not good for me, I, I will not touch that. I will not look that way. But if there's somebody that I don't have like this crazy connection with, but I just feel like we could build something, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with that person. You got, so, yeah, you got bull problems. So I'm yeah. I'm always going to... I always pick the, the, the right thing on paper. The, the stable thing.
0: Would you yeah. ever do something dangerous now that you... Now that you have that hindsight, would you perhaps go after that this is a risk but it feels good person absolutely not oh that that (laughs) sentence ended differently but you know
1: the other thing too is that most of the people that i like at least the guys that i um dated in the past i want to say 10 years 11 years they all went through the same thing like i think they they were just like oh you know they care for me so much and they love me so much that I they put me in like a little cage they were like I just oh yeah I don't want nobody to touch her including myself so
0: I was just there like a pedestal is like almost like a trophy rather than a person yeah what's the biggest difference between dating guys and girls if you had to like think about it because for me I've I lived in DC for a long time and dated a lot of women um and a couple guys and I came to LA and dated and, and now it's been mostly men and there's a huge difference for me what's the big difference for you between dating men and women I think
1: I was just talking about this with somebody the other day, and I think that women are just emotion, more emotional, emotionally intelligent. Yep. Um, most Amen. likely to go to therapy. Yep. Um, uh, mm-hmm. better
0: looking. Oh wait, 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 Rosa. Wait. <laughs> make
1: more money. <laughs> wait,
0: wait, okay. Again, Financially she, more independent. She chose violence again. Okay. I will say that I am stunned by the lowered emotional intelligence of a lot of the really good pe- men that I've met. Um, and I think they're socialized to be less emotional. Like, I think women are encouraged to be emotionally intelligent and men are not. Men are encouraged to just pound on their chest and th- seem strong and powerful, mm-hmm. but they're not really encouraged to be introspective. Right. And I've had a lot of courageous conversations with the last week with people and the one with the men haven't gone as well. Like, the women have been amazing. Like, they've showed up for me. Like, yes, you're right. Thank you for the feedback. Let's build together. And the men just got defensive.
1: Yeah, I... And not to say that there aren't... it's not all like, men. I'm just saying that in... Right, in general. In society, this is what Yeah, tends to in happen. general. Yeah. But yeah, like, I mean... I don't... I, I think a lot of people will agree that women are better looking. I mean, I think men will even, agree with that. Even yeah. if you are straight. Like... Visually, like women, just, uh, just... Rosa, you're so gay. But you know, women are just better to look at, and that's just
0: we yes, women are beautiful. That's true. Yeah,
1: they're like if you put the two bodies, like if you put the best looking guy mm-hmm. naked and the best looking woman naked, the best looking woman is gonna like it's just gonna win. So, just like a homosexual. <laughs> uh, but you know, no, no jokes. No, no. All I, jokes aside, I, women are beautiful. Yeah, better looking. Um, these days, m- m- women usually are better in a in a better position
0: financially. I will say this: there's a lot of lesbians probably who, because we're, we're we're approaching Pride Month, we are watching this, like, wait, Rosa Costa thinks we're beautiful. You sure you don't want to turn off your DMs after this episode? No. So people are gonna be like, Rosa. No, 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 no. no. I am enough.
1: I have enough right now in my life. It's good.
0: Do women approach you when you're out and about? No.
1: Really? Nobody approaches me. And if, if there it ever happens, it'll be a guy that's not 21 just yet and he's riding a bike. I mean, if you have like, a, <laughs> it's a guy, it's, Young an, and dumb. it's, a, it's an older, refined, good looking man driving a uh, Rolls Royce, won't look at me. The,
0: the kid in the bicycle? Uh-huh. Yo, ma! <laughs> Excuse me! Good. That's so wild to me. Do you see yeah. yourself... And do a gut check. Do you see yourself... Ever, like, do, could you see yourself getting married in your old years? I am. What are you talking No. <laughs> I'm so dumb. <laughs> I know you're in a relationship, but you guys are... You, okay, marriage. Okay. Yeah. I personally... And this is going to be so funny. I've talked about wanting to be married in the show before. I actually think I'm at a place now where I only want to be married in the right circumstances. Like there's some people who want not get married by any means necessary. I'm more so
1: It's not that big of a deal. Trust it, me. I've done it.
0: My friend Mandy says It's to not my first time either. <laughs> she said that she makes too much money to get married. Yeah, get that my friend Mandy was like, She's like, I I just make too much money to get married because it's I would lose money by getting a husband. And I was like, Oh, I never thought about that. I um I probably wouldn't do it again. Really? Yeah. Interesting. It's so funny because I think we're entering this phase now where the end game looks different for women.
1: I think, I think, yeah. was more we, opportunities than just married and babies, yeah. Yeah. It made sense for us, but I think in the
0: future, I probably wouldn't do it again. I think in my future, I just want to be in a healthy, loving relationship. That's great. And whatever shape that takes, I just wanted to be with somebody who's emotionally intelligent. Because one of the things that I I'm... and that you want that to be a man. Rosa, good luck. Rosa keeps choosing Yeah, I'm going to find the one emotionally intelligent uh, black man in LA. Ooh, and he got to be black. You're yeah, like... really narrowing look, down your <laughs> Look, I I this, I this is like Willy Wonka. I'm just going to roll the dice. Uh but but I really do want somebody emotionally intelligent and I know now that the biggest deal breaker for me and t- I want to know what your deal breaker is too is I cannot be with someone who cannot take feedback without being defensive. Like it's almost one of those things of if I say something hurts me, like even if you disagree, let's talk through it, but don't attack me. And I think a lot of men, when you say, hey, this thing that I, I want, you're not doing it. Can we discuss how, how how do I get it? All they hear is I'm inadequate and they respond as if they're inadequate rather than right. seeing it as an opportunity to grow. You know what I mean? And I just, right. want, I just need to be able to like, talk things out people and i'm the kind of person where i can have really difficult conversations as long as i feel safe the minute i feel unsafe, i shut down and i think a lot of men are not equipped to keep women safe emotionally yeah. rosa don't make that face <laughs> for those of you who are watching on youtube or patreon <laughs> if you see me and rosa at a lesbian club just know that it was probably right we were at the lesbian club we were we did go to a lesbian club together yeah them strippers were dancing for, they were Honey, and I think you and Takara's friends were like dancing that night, right? Yeah, yeah. Them strippers were—they—they they looked nice. They were—they yeah, were—they they... were very attractive. And I have a video. I don't even know if I posted it of you just like making it rain on them. <laughs> you were—you were—you were very generous. Yeah. That's the question I have before we wrap up. I know, I know this hour is going by quickly. Yeah, I know. I tell I, I tell people all the time that it's a fast hour, and nobody believes me. And then I'm like, "Hey, it's almost over." They're like, "Hey, we just started." As a generous person, because I remember when I first became friends with you, you were so generous, and I know what it's like to be the generous friend. I was like Rosa, I know that uh, back to you being rich, this is the back to the original. I point. don't know what she's talking Rosa, about. Rosa, I know you got all these. If the businesses. IRS comes for me. <laughs> I want to tell them to go to your house. I know you got all these businesses and whatnot, but I'm I'm not comfortable being in a friendship where I don't feel like I'm giving something back. I went and found you the most random gift, <laughs> just to feel like I. It was a dumbbell water bottle. Yeah, Rosa's color is pink and she works out all the time so i found this water bottle that is shaped like a pink dumbbell Mm -hmm. that you could also use as a weight i don't know if you know that but you can also use it as a weight yeah like, look i got you something it makes me think of you and i was like she's probably gonna think i'm so corny but you but you were sweet enough to post it yeah i'm the person i just want folks to know that like i see you and i want you to know that it goes Mm -hmm. both ways i don't want anybody to ever feel like blue's just here for the ride because i know what that feels like how do you as such a generous person reconcile with let's say having friends who are not as successful or affluent or who are just like how do you manage that because i know some people like you'd be the perfect person for a bad person to be like oh rose is nice to me i can take for her. She's so, so generous but there's something about you that i don't feel like that happens to you very no often. it doesn't it, it i i mean the probably the only time that it happened was the
1: person that i gave the that was looking really ugly oh shit um, I'm back to this <laughs> <laughs> um But uh, I just want to say, all my friends are, uh, they give me, uh, you know, 100% to their capacity.
0: Oh, I love that. That's a
1: great way of looking at it. You know, not everybody can give you material things, but they'll give you time or they'll give you other things. And then there's, you know, not, not, you know, sometimes it's not, I mean, you know, you bought me like that two dollar tacos and I I'm gonna feel equally you know if you took me to the taco truck and bought me some tacos and I was hungry yeah. that does the same thing that if I really wanted a Chanel person you got it for me.
0: You know what I mean? Oh, like wow that's very sweet. Yeah. Like
1: it, it just it depends like in the moment. Like if in in the moment I really want a plant or some flowers or Whatever.
0: It's you so know what funny I mean? when people look at you. The biggest misconceptions are would be that you're a gold digger. That I you're am. A I am.
1: That's not a misconception, Rosa. I am. <laughs> it's called humanized. Y'all gonna be Rosa Costa. If anybody, you know, if I this thing don't work, the next person, you better reload it because I'm
0: just Rosa is not a gold digger. She's still, she she I plays am. It on TV. I am. No,
1: I am. I am do not believe this lady. She just been knowing me for like a year or so.
0: <laughs> I am. Rosa's one of the most generous, sweethearted friends that I've ever had. When I was going through a really rough patch at the end of the year, you really showed up for me. Like literally showed That's up. That's great. But
1: that doesn't mean that I'm <laughs> like a gold digger. <laughs> I
0: was trying to pivot, girl. Yes, you're a gold digger. <laughs> She's a great friend. She's a great friend and also a a mm. very strategic gold digger. <laughs> yes. Um, you
1: know, right now, My, my partner um, and I are not like in great terms because I asked for a farm for my birthday.
0: Here we go with the farm. And I didn't get it. You know, it's so crazy. I now understand why people want farms. I was talking to Damage about this in a previous episode. Like, people are in LA to be seen. I want to make enough money to disappear. Like, I want to be to the point where my business is generating passive income, I have an infrastructure around, and if I want to just buy a farm like Khalees with my family and go raise heirloom tomatoes and just raise my family, like, I want to be able to do that. Like, I don't need to be constantly on the scene. You, surprisingly, are not somebody who's constantly on the scene either. Like, you pick and choose where you go. How did you stop yourself from getting pulled into that hot girl, I have to constantly be at every premier vibe that a lot of women who look like you but who don't move like you they, they fall prey to that
1: well i'll tell you why because mm-hmm. i think that uh for women especially in this industry it is kind of like a set, they are like setting us up um you know i've seen many women that yep. come from the same background as i am like video girls or whatever and you know fast forward like end of their career they are like you know uh, you know older now and there's nothing to show for for all those years of yep making lots of money and helping, and men, I and think, help,
0: helping men and people in the industry look good like yeah
1: <clears throat> and i think that one of the reasons is because if every week i have to go to two to three events and do my hair and makeup for each one because if i don't and i if if i don't I'm gonna look greasy oh. <laughs> in those like red carpet pictures, right? Unless you know how to do your own hair and makeup like professionally. Yeah. Not like she said greasy, y'all. Uh huh. Yeah. But you know, for in my in my opinion, it is a setup. Like women come into this uh industry and we have to spend so much money just to show up. Yeah. You know, and, and if you don't show up in the way that people expect, uh you get criticized. It does it does it, yeah. it, it it does actually the opposite of like what was what, what you intended to do. Yeah. So I pick and choose. I, I have a budget that I don't go I I don't go over. It's so hilarious for you and this budget. Uh-huh. I I've heard about to, this budget before. <laughs> well, I'm trying to open a dog rescue in Dominican Republic. So. Oh,
0: that's so sweet. And that's the thing I will say too, is I know a lot of uh, I know a lot of beautiful women who make money and who leverage and monetize being beautiful women in this industry. And you're one of the few that I can say has figured out how to be self-reliant and to not be a slave to that machine. Like I've I mentioned it several times and, I'm, and I keep on saying this, I want the audience to hear this. You have a business outside of the, the look, right? And you invested, it, you bought a home, you have a passion with dogs and you're working on the dog rescue. Like You have diversified your portfolio so that you're not a slave to beauty. And I think that's what makes you a beast to me. I mean, th- this episode is going to be called The Beauty is a Beast. Because <laughs> you think like a beast. Like, you're a beautiful woman, but you think like a beast. And I wish more women who are casino societies being conventionally attractive recognize that that's not all they get to be. Right. And and there's nothing wrong. I mean, in any ways, like... There's nothing wrong with it until you can't pay your rent. Like, you need to be, <laughs> like, you need to be able to take care of yourself, sis. Like, right. being cute's not enough. You need to be able to make sure that if, God forbid, that gig or that man or whatever come up you have... Falls apart. That you can be self reliant, and right. you're you're the most self reliant person that I have met in this sector, and I know a lot of girls in this sector. Oh, you're so sweet, well... inaccurate. You're very self reliant, <laughs> and that's a huge thing because a lot of women that I know are so dependent on somebody else to like make it across the finish line.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not
0: mad at them. I but you can teach them. <laughs> you might want to teach a class, <laughs> and you're an immigrant on top of that too. So like, what advice would you give to someone? who is in L.A., and this is the part where I want to be honest. A lot of people come to this town because they want to be stars, right? And there's no shame in that. Mm-hmm. If you are a somebody who thinks you're beautiful, talented, whatever, and want to be a star, what is your advice for someone who wants to do all that stuff but not have to worry about survival? Like, how do you position yourself? Do you... Are you saying don't spend money looking cute and invested instead? Like, what is your advice so that somebody can be in the position that you're in that you can pick and choose and not be a slave to the well, system?
1: Well, I think, like, well, balance, like, you know, you shouldn't invest all the money mm-hmm. uh and not get your nails done ever, <laughs> your hair, like, girl. Don't like, look your-
0: like the guy who she gave the clothes to, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that poor man's going to watch this episode and be like, that ah, bitch. <laughs> Are y'all still friends because you won't be after he sees this? <laughs> Welcome to humanized. <laughs> um, so yeah, still look good, sis. Still look good, uh huh. No, but you know, I'll
1: tell you the one thing that has like I feel that has worked for me is that I have a great team around me. Nice. And I mean, yeah, I have like friends and everything, but my team, like the people that I work with, and this goes from the person that does my nails to my hair to my makeup. And your nails to, look amazing today.
0: No. My I broke a nail now. in the bathroom, but her nails are, are busting. Uh-huh. Um,
1: uh, but yeah, like just I just feel like my team is amazing. Like the people mm-hmm. that work with me, like they believe in me, they protect me, they kept me safe. Like mm-hmm. it's really, you know, there, there's a lot of predators in like um in our Industry for women, especially young women
0: that want to like crazy in this industry, yeah. That
1: want to like women that want to like go further, and you know, there's a lot of that
0: Mm -hmm. out there. Couch and all types of craziness, yeah. Yes,
1: so you know, I'm I'm lucky that I have found you know my team
0: that has always kept me. Um,
1: Was the
0: organic? Was it like an introduction? Because I'm at the point now where I'm just realizing that I need to create a team. Cause I'm like, oh, I actually am unprotected. Like I'm just in these streets, raw dogging it in Los Angeles. It's not a good look, right? And yeah. so, like, how did you, did you naturally get introduced to people? Like, how did your team come about? Yeah,
1: it kind of like it kind of happened when I when I started like modeling. Um, it it happened overnight for me. I wasn't really expecting it, and so somebody uh, that I was around offered to like help me. There's so many uh, emails and things I couldn't handle it myself, and mm-hmm. thank God. And you know that was great then. I ended up uh, switching from that manager to another one, and from there, you know, to another one. I met my publicist, and you know.
0: Oh, so it's almost like the, the network started introducing each other people. Yeah, but it's nice. it's been
1: great, and you know, when I go to events, and my my publicist, shout out to Echo Haddix, just amazing.
0: Yeah. From Echo and Sounds,
1: Echo will like if somebody's. I don't have to be mean to people. Because she will she's the one parents. that says, okay, that's great. Yeah, you took your picture. Okay, great. You know, when a guy is just holding my hand too long, you just don't want to let go. And she's just like, she comes like with the machete. <laughs> 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 okay, that was great. Thanks for coming. And it it saves me from having to be the asshole. It you allows know? you
0: to be you without having to worry about managing all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So have a, I, have a good team, still look decent and invest some of your money in other things. Diversify your portfolio.
1: Yeah, I I think that. Anyways, I mean, if you live in LA, nobody that I know here has one hustle. Everybody's yeah. doing like seven. Yeah, and that's just to live like comfortably. Like that's not we're not balling
0: Yeah, you know. So the cost of living in Los Angeles, you would be considered rich somewhere else. In LA, you're just surviving. Like it's just regular, degular. yeah It's yeah. probably
1: one of the only places where you can be a millionaire on paper mm-hmm. and just be like middle class, just like living like a very like regularish, regular
0: life. I, when, I, when I moved to L.A., there was a, a year where I did my taxes, and I was like, I made $250,000. That's so much more, child. <laughs> yeah. In Los Angeles, that's not a lot of money, unfortunately. A
1: salad here is $50. So. Yeah.
0: Rosa is the one who, who coined the phrase, L.A. has a $250 uh, breathing tax. Like, you leave the house, you got to pay $250 just to breathe the air. Yeah. Which Good. is really crazy to me. You wake up,
1: you open your eyes, and it's like, that was $200. You're like, Damn. All I did was open my eyes.
0: Yeah, I, I'm just scared to leave the house. I'm like, I'm about to spend a couple hundred dollars just leaving the house right now. Yeah, Rosa, it's this tough. is crazy. Our time is up. Damn. Isn't that crazy how it's just a conversation? I'm coming back. You have to come back. Next time, I'm going to interview you. Oh, God, no. That's going <laughs> to... <laughs> Rosa's questions is going to be like, so why? Why, Blue? No, I, I love that you were on the show because the whole point of the show is to take like big personalities big topics and just show that they're human beings mm-hmm. i know for a fact that people who are going to be watching this episode who are going to be surprised by how approachable you are uh,
1: I don't know if people rosa will i know say that, that this is bad for your pr but, thanks. but thanks. Thanks. i
0: find you very approachable and well, again this show is also an excuse for me to give my friends my flowers and i cannot thank you enough <laughs> for the way that you show up in my life because a lot of people in this town um I don't want to use the word bitter, because that's not a nice word. A lot of people in this town are always like ego checking, right? Like they're always doing things that are good for their ego. I can tell you're doing things just out of the kindness of your heart. And that might not be a big deal to you, but Mm -hmm. that is huge out here. It's very rare out here. So I want to give you your flowers for being a decent, sincere human being, because unfortunately, that's not the norm. Damn, that sucks. I know, it really does. (laughs) It's a sad day. We're like, thank you you for being Jesus. You need to change your your circle. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. I've recently changed my circle. And so now I have a lot of new people to thank. And I, I really do think, though, that like you back at the end of December of the past year that dark moment like you helped me out of that tunnel and now i'm in the space where i'm meeting all these great people and old friends who really have my back are coming back around but we sometimes forget to thank folks who help us during that transition right
1: well i'm glad you're doing oh i'm doing good. right now
0: i had some meetings before this call that i'm very excited about i'll okay. wait until another show to share with that but well i'll i'll ask you about those when i come and interview you well by the time you come and interview me I, hopefully i will be even further in my fitness journey and we'll okay. be able to talk about whatever the hell's going on at that point. I just feel like the next episode, we should just do it in a bikini. Yes, we're going to do an episode by a pool. You know what we're going to do at Rose's house? We're going to mm-hmm. do an episode at Rosa's house. We're going to have Lulu and Princess featured. You have like what looks like a sex swing above your pool. It's not a sex it look, swing. Rosa, it, I, it, it looks like a sex swing above your pool. We'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's not a sex swing.
0: You guys heard it here. We're doing a special episode at Rosa's house. It's doing... It's- it's to practice for the Olympic, Water Olympics. Whatever you say, sis. Uh, this has been human. <laughs> for those who want to keep in contact with Rosa Rosa, where can they find you?
1: At Rosa Costa on Instagram. And then you can hit the link in my bio for everything. My all my businesses and all the Rosa does all the things. She has several hustles. Yes, everything. I have something for Each member of your family.
0: She really does. From your dog to your baby to your daddy to anybody who wants to trick on you. Especially your
1: daddy. You know what?
0: (laughs) And this is where the gold digger thing comes in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Rosa Rosa is a good person Gold Digger right now Gold Diggers have hearts guys and for Yes those of, we do For those of you who want to find me You know I'm at Bluecentric. And if you want to join our emotional intelligence workshops Please 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 register now At OTS22.eventbrite.com That is OTS22.eventbrite.com Registration ends on May 29th we start classes june 2nd we have great conversations like the one i just had with rosa and please please on all the platforms give us five stars and leave a review because it helps us in the algorithm and pay these bills because production is not free love you guys bye. bye welcome to ringside with ray and prince my name is ray leonard jr my name is prince daniels jr daniel